Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. girl claudia jordan and i'm back with another episode of tgif of course we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and all over social media so sit back relax get ready for this hot tea please welcome al reynolds and the man trying to be my twin in the orange the tangerine the sherbert funky Dineva. what's up fellas what's going on claudia Mm-hmm. You was trying to copy me, Claudia, because you already know fashion ain't never been your thing. I know I inspired, I inspired you. It's fine. It's fine. That's funny. <laughs> funny. <laughs> you in the basketball shorts every day. Okay. All right. Okay. But you know what? We're on the same page. So that's yeah. good. Al, you didn't get the memo today? I did not end the same team. I just want to shout out my co-hosts, everybody, soulmates, CJF fans. Claudia was on The Breakfast Club today, a highly syndicated talk show, and so, and Funky was on Dish Nation. I just want to bow down to my co-hosts for always being of excellence in entertainment and keeping us entertained in this whole thing. Listen, between the three of us, this whole this show gonna hit come hell or high water. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> we got you out in Houston, me and you at Essence, Claudia at the Breakfast Club, and overseas. I'm over at Dish Nation. One way or another, right? Fox old people add another okay. deal to them chances okay. to keep us. I'm just saying, we okay. want it. We want it. So proud of you guys. Great job. Great job, both of you though. Thank you. Thank you guys. Claudia, yeah. how long are you in New York? I'm, uh, I'm, I'll be here in Atlanta all week, guys. So you check your local listings for uh, Dish Nation. I'll be there all week with the cast. How long will you be in New York? Just for today, because they have a bunch of people lined up already. But I may be back next week. So uh, you, you never know. Like, it was okay. last minute. So, but it was a lot of fun today. And uh, Al, I'd like for you to check out the, the piece with Nene. I hopefully squashed it for good. It was a very right. cool segment. And um, I, I hope you get it to her so she can see I... I actually made a suggestion of how something can work for both of us. So it was, it was very girl powerish. So I hope y'all check it out. All right, y'all. Um, what's going on besides working everywhere and just being busy? Uh, <laughs> Funky, you still in love? Oh, your boot. Never mind. I'm in love with my career and <laughs> wonderful opportunities that have arisen as a result of me unlocking my better self. I know you're about to ask, are we drinking tonight? And no, I am not. And why soulmates? Because I am unlocking my better self. Right. He, he just right got now. some last night. That's all that's about. <laughs> He's back in his old stomping grounds. I wonder what that feels like. I'm drinking. I'm having that, um, that buttery Chardonnay again. So... Buttery Chardonnay, okay. Buttery Chardonnay, yeah. I'm drinking water because I'm about to go to the hookah spot out here tonight and uh, meet with Pergola. The hookah spot, Pergola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the spot. And then, you know, Dustin Ross is coming to meet me and my girl Malika and maybe some other people will see. But um, it's going to be a fun little night. So, you know, I love New York. You know, New York was so fun back in the day. Yeah, it was. All right. Well, let's get into the show. Now, instead of uh, celebrating the typical Man Crush Monday, we decided to splash a dose of tea, and call it MILF Crush Monday. Okay with the porn music, right? Isn't that kind of It was 70s porn music, the Harry Coochie music. No. Joyce, was that from your Walkman playlist? (laughs) (laughs) All right, to kick it off, each host will pay homage, homage to a sexy legend that impacted their lives. Let's start with Al Reynolds. Al, who'd you pick? 
Look, you know, I chose Tracy Ellis Ross because she's someone who embodies to me her most authentic self. She's self-confident. She's self-aware. She have that whole self-mastery thing unlocked. And the thing that I love about her the most is that she happens to be the daughter of one of the largest stars that we know to date, but she still has blossomed as a black female icon on her own right. So my hat goes off and my heart Monday heart crush goes to Tracy Ellis Ross. I like her. She's cool. I like how she embraces like she's like, I'm single. I don't have I'm not getting into a relationship until it's going to be make my life better, not worse. I don't need one to be happy. And she embraces her natural body. So, yeah, I like her, too. Good pick. Uh, Funky, who would you pick? I picked none other than Queen Mother, Never Age, Always Looks Good, Angela Bassett. Um, Guys, Angela Bassett can do no wrong in my book whatsoever. Every character she played somehow or another throughout my life, I always find a way to channel that character depending on what situation I'm in. And I'm going to let y'all in on something that's extremely personal, and I'm telling the truth even though you may laugh. Um... Bernadine from Waiting to Exhale is who I channel and who I need to be when I need to get a bitch together or when I need to land a job. Just the confidence that she had when she was, or when I'm dating. I'm always Bernadine when I'm dealing with a dude um, or whatever. And Angela Bass is just giving me that. Y'all don't see me refer to myself as Bernadine Fish all the time. But I just love this woman and she can do no wrong in my book. So I will forever in the day pay homage to, to uh, Angela Bassett. I love her too. She is awesome. She's like my one of my favorite actors too. Actually, in my top two. My other one, my pick is Halle Berry. Um, I, she had a lot of issues growing up. You know, her dad, like we, I just have a lot of stuff in common with her dad not really being present. Um, issues, you know, grew up biracial. I'm sure that was not easy back in Ohio in the 70s. Um, late 60s. And this woman just overcame all obstacles, sexual uh, uh, abuse. She had abuse of, you know, physical abuse, Um, just, you know, be overcoming being looked at more than a pretty face and actually went on and won the Oscar, the first black woman to win the Oscar like that in a a lead role. Um, So sweet, kind. I, uh, fun fact, when I first moved to Hollywood, uh, I um, got a Revlon commercial. I was a hand model, right? I was a hand double but Halle Berry, it was like her campaign for like nail polish. And all day she's like doing seven shades of shine. And it was my hand. And it was just like, not maybe a big deal to y'all, but I don't care. I was on the same set as Halle Berry. I got mm-hmm. to talk to her. She was sweet. And I just think she's just like a, an adorable human being. I love her. So, all right, that was fun. I love when we pay homage to people that are out there doing their thing. Um, Okay, let's get into this. Jamie Foxx issued an apology to the Jewish community after he posted this now deleted Instagram, a message on Instagram. They killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends, hashtag fake love. Now the Jewish community felt shaded by the post, which prompted the following apology from Jamie. I want to apologize to the Jewish community and everyone who was offended by my posts. He added, to clarify, I was betrayed by a fake friend, and that's what I meant by they, not anything more. Uh, what's your thoughts on this uh, case of selective outrage? Real quick. Well, go ahead, Funky. Let's go to you first on that. I mean, I got a question for the Jewish people out there. I want to know how can you feel shaded when nobody was even freaking talking to you? You know what I'm saying? And I want to know at what point do we get to take offense at the fact that you are meddling in our business? Now, you know, over the years, we've come to figure out what it means to be anti-Semitic. I never grew up understanding what anti-Semitism was because I wasn't in a lot of Jewish spaces. We learned with the Nick Cannon situation, now with the Jamie Foxx situation. But Jamie Foxx don't owe that half of no apology, nor does he owe the Jewish community an apology because Jewish people, this is a saying that's been said in the Black community for, it, it's, it's a part of our DNA it's something that our grandmothers and our, our moms say that has absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with the Jews, Jewish people, 
thinking about Jewish people. No one was even taking y'all asses into consideration when this joke was made. So at where do we draw the line between what belongs to our culture and what hurts yours? This is something that Black people will continue to say. And even with this recent you know, epiphany that you guys may think is anti-Semitic, you better get ready to take an anti-Semitism ride to hell because this is something that's been part of our community for a long time and it ain't going nowhere. I am so sick of this. When something's anti-Semitic, people should apologize for it. They should quickly apologize for it and they should make it right and learn from it, right? This was in no way, shape or form anti-Semitic. Every black grandmother has said to their grandkid, if they don't kill Jesus, what do you think they're going to do to you? In other words, don't think, think that you are special. Don't think that you are not above that. Don't think that people will treat you any better than they treated the most perfect being that was ever on earth. If they will do that to him and not, they wasn't, it had nothing to do with you. It means people, bad people. It had nothing to do with it. They took it so literal. And I think he shouldn't apologize. Al, do you think he should apologize? Um, I think whenever you offend someone, especially if you offend someone in the way they felt that they were offended, they are owed an apology because that's what we're supposed to do, right? When we offend someone. But does that mean that his intent is any different? I don't think so. Like you said, Claudia, I grew up, I'm from the South. I'm Virginia, Southern Baptist. My parents used to, and my grandparents used to say this saying all the time. And it was more about, you know, how do you overcome what you're going through or what you're experiencing? You know, like he was the baseline. Like this was an example. If they're going to hurt him, you can imagine that you're going to have to go through some hurt, too. But, you know, in all situations, I understand what both you and Q are saying, but in all situations, I guess we have to learn to be sensitive to other cultures and how they are offended the same way we expect them to do the same with us. So unapologetically me said I want us to stop apologizing for having an opinion that's that's different. Now, just a note here, Jennifer Aniston started trending on social media after she liked his original post. So she liked it. Uh, then she released an apology and called her anti-Semitism. So someone must have said, oh, you know, right. what you yeah. just liked. So she got it at first. So that's why right. I think it's fake. You know what I mean? But like she know, got it at first. She knew what the message was. You know what I would love in that situation, real talk, because honestly and truthfully, at the root of it, when we take the anger out on both sides, it's a cultural misunderstanding. The same right. is one thing to us. And for them, without any cultural context, it sounds another way right. for them. And I respect that and I do understand that. But what I want, honestly and truthfully, I want an apology from them. We're sitting here being the ones extending all the understanding. At what point does the Jewish community come back and say, oh, well, we didn't know this about your community. Well, we're sorry, carry on. That's Why a good do point. have to do all the acquiescing and all the folding, bending, molding, and moving? And they got everybody so shook, especially the African-American community, like where we like we say something, we get backlash, and we quickly have to get on code and oh, sorry. And we and without anybody saying, like you said, didn't even think that. I didn't, you know, we didn't know that that's what y'all say. You have a that's a great point. When are people gonna apologize to us? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We've been waiting for a long time too. All right, we have one more comment. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jez Candy says, where was the Jews with the benefit of slavery comment? Incident, I'm sorry. Where was the Jews with the benefits of slavery comment that Ron DeSantis made? Well, where was everybody? A lot of people didn't really seem to be that outrage. They were like, eh, and then we had to fight that battle alone. I think the Jewish community and the Black community have a lot in common, and we should probably be more teaming up and not have this stuff every couple of weeks. All right, y'all, when we pull up, when We Pull Up came into full effect over the weekend in Montgomery, Alabama, after a group of Black people came to the defense of a security guard who was attacked by a group of white thugs. Take a look. Now, this all's occasion took place when the security guard told a group of white men to move their boat so another boat could pull up and they refused and hit him first. I'm sick of the media saying, oh, a fight broke out. No, the, uh, this black man was attacked and ganged up on and jumped. Uh, what are your thoughts on this all's occasion? Al, what do you think? 
I just want to start now. Listen, here at Rock Fox Soul, we don't condone violence, but we do support self-defense. And that's exactly what this was. The first thing I would like to do is I want to shout out that young man who sprung into action without hesitation. What a true American hero. And how how hard is it, A, to swim, Claudia? You know this. And then B, to get up on that deck, which was like you really have to have a lot of muscle and a lot of focus and then to fight. Um, you know, on this show, we talk about this race to the bottom with our young people from kidnapping, stage, staging kidnappings, raiding 7-Elevens, stealing out of Gucci stores. It's so good to see this young man act to save someone or to help someone else that's that age. It really gives me hope that this generation does have some good people in it. And the second thing I really want us all to really think about is this particular port was a slave port. And this slave port the boat that was that was blocking the deck was blocking a boat called the Harriet, which had the black passengers on it. And the Harriet is a slave ship from the 1970s. I thought the symbolism here just just was just overflowing with like significance. I feel like every black person, every slave that was taken through that channel just rose up at that time and came to that black man's um, assistance and beat the hell out of those that were hurting him. I, I mean, I, I, like I said, I don't condone fighting, but I do condone self-defense. And I love how that as a black community, everybody came around that guy that was being jumped and jumped those. And from what I understand, we did see a number of people, a number of black people were arrested, but from every report that I read, they have been released. So thumbs up all around to the young man, thumbs up for all of those and all those ancestors that came in and kind of came into that situation and helped that man out and all those others that helped him as well. And we were trying to get uh, Aaron is his name on the show. We want, we want to talk to him. I think that was like to, what compelled him to jump in the water. We don't like water like that, especially that dirty bay water. Uh, <laughs> Funky, what do you think about this story? I was tickled. Let me tell you something, baby. I don't know why me and my good girlfriend was on the phone last night for an hour and we dissected white fish can clock over their head past Sunday. Like, I can't even, I, uh, I'm i done dissecting the brawl. We got to talk about how that man was over there whooping everybody ass with that chair. And listen, white fish had already got her ass whooped. She, she she had already got kicked. The sisters had already handled her. But at that point, that man with that chair, like, he, don't was forget. he was a bull in a china shop. He went and played whack-a-mole with her stringy hair ass. Let me tell you something. I bet white fish home somewhere with her hair wrapped up. You know how women get the face lift and all this be black? I bet that hair wrapped up. She taking Alka-Seltz for tons, Pepto-Bismol, and everything in her damn medicine cabinet to get that damn headache to go away. And it's funny, right, because I got to be fair here. I have to be fair here. When he was fighting their ass with that chair, the police was like, okay, we don't know what's going on. We don't know who to arrest. And then it's like, damn, he cracked her ass over the head. Of that. <laughs> it was like, all right, man. We got to arrest you. We, we, we got to arrest you. He did right. it right in front of the cop, though. That's why. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But listen, all in all, I'm with you when you write Every ass what was on that pontoon deserved to get whooped. And whooped is what the hell they got. I don't feel no ways about it. Quiet as it's kept. I think they need to go around their house and whoop their ass again for the old and the new. They say that there was a Trump rally there in the, recently and they were all amped up, right? And uh, some sisters had a ceremony paying tribute to the, the ancestors earlier that day. So it was just like a lot of tension and a lot of energy there. I have a fun fact here. When it comes to the folding chair, that has been the like they said, the folding chair is now our Confederate flag, right? Uh, a man named Nathaniel Alexander, actually a black man, patented the folding chair. Like this oh, is so much, like oh, in 1911, wow. a black man patented the folding chair, and now that's become our symbol. Like this was our insurrection, but with purpose. Like this was our like, you know what? We all wild out, but it's justified in this case. I, I loved how there was no hesitation from a lot of people. A lot of times people wanted to stay out of the way. None of my business. I'm not going to get involved. No one pulled out a gun. No one got killed. The police didn't even like really rough nobody up like usual. And that was really good. So it, it, we can make light of this because like, no one really got seriously hurt. I think, people, if we're, oh yeah, I think if we're really honest, there was something about me that when I watched this, I, I felt I felt that 
I, I would have reacted the exact same way. I felt like I'm itching for some type of vindication. Like Funky said on his post earlier today or something, he made a comment about something. I said, yeah, let me in. I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, who we got to fight next? Like, I think a lot of us are feeling this way, especially with the tension that's going around in America right now. I, I think it's the perfect timing with all the stuff we've had to endure the last few years with watching Black men literally have the life choked out of them, stomped out of them, shot out of them on camera in 4K. I think a lot of us are a little bit traumatized from it. And mm -hmm. seeing this one now, I don't think we'll ever go back to that. I think from now on, people are going to be on alert that this is how, this is going to be the new standard. It ain't and going I'm, down like it used to. I'm going to tell you something that people are not going to like it. Black people as a collective, we have been peaceful Negroes for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And psychologically, we have been programmed that when we see mobs of white people traditionally and historically to be scared and to be fearful. I'm sorry about what I'm about to say, but really I'm not. Peaceful thing long enough. It's about damn time that when y'all see our asses, y'all are, are damn scared, all right? Scared to cut up and stay your asses in line. It's it's And it's funny because I don't necessarily think I don't want the table to turn and I don't want it to be a tit for tat thing. And I don't want us to be, you know, being violent with one another. It's enough. enough. All right. And so, you know what? Playing nice has not worked with y'all. So this needs to be the new norm. When you see us, your ass need to be scared. And maybe you'll learn to respect us when you see us. Listen, we, we gave y'all the meat thing. You didn't appreciate it. So this should be the new, I 100% agree with everything you just said. And I hope this isn't just a one day thing. I hope this is like a new attitude with being our brother's keeper. That's because we, have some, we got some issues amongst ourselves and we need to put that aside right now because there's a, a, a real war happening right now. But they didn't lose today. They didn't lose <laughs> today. today. They lost. <laughs> the ancestors said you cannot have this one. If everybody please go to your nearest Black owned party and chair rental place. Keep <laughs> a fold out chair in your trunk because ain't no telling the next time you're gonna need to use it. And shout out to Nathaniel Alexander, the creator of the fold out chair, a brother, a black man. This moment in Black history. All right, y'all. Oh, by the way, over seven thousand in the chat because they were here for this kind. They, they were, were here all, for they this all right. Oh, and the memes were hilarious and the names were hilarious. They called old boy C murder, C-E-S-E-A murder and Aquaman and Cuba, Scuba Gooding Jr. The I loved it. Black Twitter. Uh, I love you. All right, y'all coming up. Uh, Will Smith shares his regrets on introducing his kids to fame and later Jocelyn Hernandez is facing a few felony charges. <sighs> Stay tuned. We had about 7,300 people tune in for that segment. Don't go away. Y'all stay with us. We got more shade and more TV on the show. All right, y'all. In a recent episode of Kevin Hart's Heart to Heart, Will Smith shared his regrets about pushing his kids into the spotlight at a young age. Smith said, nobody in my family was happy. Nobody wanted to be in a platoon. Willow was the first one to begin the mutiny. And it was my first realiz realization that success and money don't mean happiness. What are your thoughts, Al? I, honestly, I could have done without this information. I'm exhausted by this family. I have, honestly, Smith family fatigue. Give me a new movie. Give me some new music from the daughter. Give me a new food truck. Give me, give me something else. This type of stuff, I feel like you should be having a conversation with your family therapist, not always just dumping this on the public. Because what's happening right now is I'm just starting to dissect everything about this family that I grew up for years, decades, learning and loving. And I just feel like he's taking it all away from me at a moment that doesn't deserve it. I, I, I don't know. I just stop talking like let me let me get over all of y'all's trauma because it's created trauma in me into thinking that you were something that you weren't the whole time so i kind of feel tricked i kind of feel like like you lied to me so for me stop talking stop just stop talking about it okay q do you agree you know al i was prepared to give one statement and i'll give that one but as you were speaking i thought about this do you think that they may be trying to take a small page out of the Kardashian handbook 
and just every go around throwing out something, you know, to, to stay relevant or to further build them up. That's the thought that just came to my mind. I'll let right. you answer that. But what I was going to say and what I originally prepared to say was, and I say it all the time, suck it up. In this life, we all have a price to pay and a cross to bear. You're going to pay on the front end or the back end, but you're going to pay. And all of this, yeah, they weren't happy, but if it wasn't for that, they wouldn't be what they are now. And I'm pretty sure they love the notoriety, the access, the fame, and the revenue that their little young faces generate. So I really don't want to hear about this rich people unhappiness because um, in the grand scheme of what is truly unhappy, your kids were not unhappy, child. Shut the hell up. Yeah, I think, Q, it's the reverse engineering here for me. Like, yeah. it's like you put, you didn't put this out until now. And now I feel like you're putting it out because you want some type of sympathy because of this, this debacle since, you know, you won the Oscar and you're doing that slap. So I, I'm just not sure. It's, 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 the, see, the thing about the Kardashians, they shared their dysfunction from top to bottom, from beginning to end, and they continue to just constantly share. You got to remember, for 30 years, we've been told that this was the perfect black family and that they did no wrong, only to uncover that they their house is messier than the rest of our house. Like, like they got. For you to damn take back all of this that you sold us and then try to say, hey, but we're just like any other family. We have issues. We have problems. And these are the mistakes I made. It just doesn't feel genuine. It, it, it feels like you're looking for some type of pity that not necessarily was what you were selling before. I, I don't think that just because you're rich and successful that that negates that that just cancels out like you can't be unhappy. You can't be sad because the perfect example would be like a Robin Williams. You know, what I mean, there's a whole bunch of depressed rich people, but it's just. I'm sick of it too. Like I, I, I'm sick of it too. Like I used to really like them, and I, I just think the kids are weird. Jade is weird. She used to not be weird when she's on set it off. People gonna think I'm hating on her. I, all right, yeah, I am because they're annoying now. I think that they're all annoying right now. And America and Will was America's sweetheart. Right. I get when someone's asking you a question about something and you're maybe the topic is mental health and you're like, all right, since we're talking about it, let me share my experience, you know, the interview. But like, I just feel like it's a dr slow drip. It's like water, water torture, like the drip, just drip, drip. All right, August Alcina. Okay, mental health. Oh, my kids do mushrooms. Oh, my kids are depressed. Oh, this. Oh, I slapped somebody. Oh, I'm sad. Oh, my wife doesn't love me. Oh, my God. I, it's like, it's, I, I need to go away from them. Huh? Out a book? He did. Yeah, like, he I, why, why didn't he get all this out in the book? Right, it's too much. Listen, yeah. are y'all going to do a reality show and get ratchet with us? Are y'all going to give us Bobby and Whitney realness or not? Because if not, I don't want to hear about it anymore either. I miss the days of movie stars, like that level of movie stars. I'm talking about Will, not Jada, uh, being more mysterious and more like I'm more curious about them because it's like, wow, they don't really leak anything out. It's just... I'm sick of everybody oversharing everything. I don't even know every mood that you're in. I don't even know every thought that comes into your head. Unless I really want it, then I'll go buy your book. But do you think maybe, he, maybe, do you think he went, lived so many years of trying to be perfect so that he could be this superstar that now he wants people to know that they weren't so perfect because that could explain why he did the slap? I'm just trying to figure it out because this information, we can't do anything with it. What can we do with this information? The only thing we can do with this information is go on to the next thing, child. <laughs> and that's exactly what I what want we to do. do. <laughs> All right, NASCAR driver Noah Gragson released an apology after receiving a suspension for liking an insensitive meme about George Floyd. Here we go again. Gragson tweeted, I am disappointed in myself for my lack of attention and actions on social media. I try to treat everyone equally, no matter who they are. I messed up, plain and simple. <laughs> Boy, bye with these apologies. They, why they so enlightened after the fact, after they ask get lit up on social media. And then it's like, oh, my actions were not that of what I'm not. I didn't grow up like that. Uh, the meme was an image of Sebastian, the crab from The Little Mermaid with Floyd's face. And he added under the knee, under the knee. Really, I'm gonna go first on this one, okay? Because you know how I feel about these kind of racial issues. I am so sick and tired. That bold as a public figure to like something that.
on fire, torn, stand by it. Stand feel because it means nothing to like that, right? And then just be like, oh, my bad. And you know what I hate about this? Unlike the Jamie Foxx thing with the Jewish community, he's going to apologize. It ain't really going to be good for a while. He's going to feel that for a while, right? It's still going to be, yeah, but this guy, first of all, we don't really know who he is like that much. He going to say this and, and, and he ain't really going to suffer that much from it anymore because the, the things that were happening in 2020 with everybody losing endorsements, that don't fade it away. Corporations like, oh, we gave y'all Negroes two years of it and we're going to go back to normal. And I just feel like that is extremely, I didn't see that post until just now. Dude, stand, I'd rather you stand by it. Stay over there. We don't want you over here because we don't trust you now. Q, what do you think? Listen, he meant every single word, and I've already told y'all, I no longer let white people upset my makeup and disturb my tears, okay? I'm just not. And you know what, NASCAR, as far as I'm damn concerned, let his ass go back and race some damn rinky-dink-ass Tonka cars because that's all y'all going to do anyway. Miss me with the performative suspension or whatever the case may be. You know, one beautiful thing about hanging out in multicultural spaces, being that I live on Miami Beach, is that I get to overhear the conversations from various groups of people from different racial backgrounds. And there's a lot of white people who honestly feel, you know, George Floyd deserved it. They laugh at it. They think it's funny. They follow this whole notion that he didn't die from the knee, that he died from fentanyl and so on and so forth. And so you really felt this. You really believe this is how you, your family, and your homeboys, your posse, and your pappy feel. So you know what, brother? Go ahead and feel it. I see who you are now, but miss me with the apology because it means absolutely nothing. And just go ahead and carry on with your race itself. And you know, the other thing is too, NASCAR, I'm looking at y'all sideways because the reality of the situation is your organization is made up with a lot of people who have similar backgrounds, similar personality types, and similar interests. He was comfortable doing that, knowing the job that he had because he knows the undercurrent and the culture of that organization. So shame on y'all as well for that whack-ass punishment. Like his ass should be barred, if anything. But this little suspension, child, y'all could keep it. He might as well erase. Remember, Al, when, when around the time of the summer of 2020, when NASCAR really tried to act like they was really like, oh, they had our backs. I, they, for a few minutes, they really tried it, but... We see. Al, what do you think about this? You know, I, I, you know, I agree with Q on the performative politics here by this young man, but this is what that Donald Trump family has ushered in. Donald Trump Jr. has given these 25-year-old white boys the ability to act and behave like this. But I'm going to have to go against you a little bit. I'm going to push back a little bit on your Q as it relates to NASCAR and the Legacy Motor Club. They actually met together and decided to take this action, and I want to applaud them for doing it swiftly and succinctly. They suspended him indefinitely. And I thought that that was a huge message coming from an organization that's 75 years old that used to, I grew up in Martinsville, Virginia, in Horsepatch, Virginia, near Martinsville, Virginia, near the raceways. And the Confederate flag kept a home in the raceways around NASCAR. Your most, your KKK members were always there. It was a very sacred space for those individuals to feel safe and to congregate and to support each other. For NASCAR to stand up and say, listen, Confederate flags need to come out of our raceways, and this is our stance that we're gonna have on anybody exhibiting any type of racist behavior, it speaks volumes to how far they have come from where they are, have been. So I'm gonna give NASCAR and Legacy Motor Clubs a thumbs up as long as they keep this attitude moving forward. We'll see, I guess time will tell what they are gonna do. Black people infiltrate um, NASCAR. We like fast cars. Go ahead and take a, take it out <laughs> over like, like fast cars. <laughs> we like them. Come on, man. Let's let's get into their spaces and make them feel uncomfortable. Feel away. All right, y'all. Coming up next, Jocelyn Hernandez may be releasing music in prison. Oh, is that what we're calling it? And uh, later, six former Mississippi deputies are facing a laundry list of charges. Stay tuned. <laughs>
Welcome back to TGIF. All right, every year we all pledge to save more and spend less, but how are you supposed to save when you're paying inflated prices for everyday essentials like gas and groceries? You can't just cut those purchases out of your budget, but now, thanks to my 2023 money back hack, you can get cash back from them with Upside. Now, Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With Upside, I get cash back on every purchase, it's my secret weapon for staying on track with my savings goals. Uh, Upside offsets inflated prices by giving you cash back on purchases. And we all love that. Now, Funky, where, when and where did you use Upside? Well, you know me, y'all, because I drive a fast car like Tracy Chapman, honey, and I take premium gas on my rich car. So I'm always looking for a deal because I'm really not that rich. And Upside does a great job of giving me push notifications, child. I just be cruising with the top down, looking all fine and sexy, minding my business. I'll look down at my phone and it'll be like, you're at this nearby gas station, save this mount, get this type of savings. And what do I do? I swerve across three lanes of traffic trying to save all my gas. And that's all because of Upside, baby. Y'all really get Upside if you're really trying to find a break on things like gas, dining out, groceries, because the app really does work. I know it's back to school time. Money is tight. Upside will help you out with a few pennies, honey. It'll help you out. All right, rich, rich, rich woman. Uh, mm-hmm. Al, how, how easy is the app for you to use? Listen, the best thing about Upside is like it helping you locate what's around you. So you don't even have to necessarily go outside of your normal routine to take advantage of these special offerings. So you can look down at the app and it'll tell you what's near you. Say, for instance, you're hungry or you want to go shopping, you want to grab something to eat or you want to grab gas. It'll tell you what's near you so that you don't have to be disrupted to go all the way across town because that's where the savings is. It tells you what's convenient, what's next to you and how you can get some money back. Hey, it's a thumbs up for me. And then we have that extra cash to spend on what? What are we spending that extra cash on, fellas? Child, I went down and told the Linux Mall up the day, honey. So I clearly designer shoes and fragrances. Ah, uh, more gas, more food, more groceries. <laughs> okay. I'll spend on get my bob together so no one can talk about my bob. So I'll get my hair done. All right. Hey, to get started, download the free upside app using promo code TGIF and get an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. Next claim and offer for whatever you're buying on upside. Then pay as usual with a debit or credit card. Follow the steps in the app and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. So go ahead and download the free Upside app and use promo code TGIF to get an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas using promo code TGIF. I F. Fellas, we love the app, right? Yes. We absolutely yes. love it, guys. Y'all make sure y'all get it. All right. Promotional considerations furnished by Upside. All right. Let's get back to these topics. You know, let's get back to these topics. So, Claudia, you, you said something that's real funny I want to touch on. You talked about that, Bob. Claudia, it says <laughs> you and the Nene thing has been trending so much. You, my friend, I love you to death. But baby, that, bob, that bob was raggedy as all hell. What did you roll it with that night? A fork? Because that was like, <laughs> at least she could have bumped the ends. <laughs> First of all, I know someone with no hairline is talking about my natural hair. I was the only person in Puerto Rico with natural hair and not a wig or a lace front or a cap. And it was humid. We didn't have glam down there. So it was like, I'm new to the show. I don't give, you know, I really don't care about glam, right? So I was like this, my ends were fried. This is what I did. I put a little bobby pin. I was like, you ain't about to have my split ends on television. So I did that. And I was like, who cares? I'm just a friend of the show. It ain't about me. It's about the stars. And I had no idea she said that because like it all happened when I left. But like, it ain't like that now. That thing was stiff. Let's talk about what is now, as Nene said. Let's not talk about the past. Let's talk about what is now. Let's talk about the now. I'm just glad. I'm just glad. You look good, baby. It look good. You are killing me. No, but I don't live in the past anymore. Okay. I don't live in my past. I live in the future. I am so glad you gave us an explanation, though, because, baby, the way she was reading that, Bob, and it was.
tight. It was tight loose. It was like this. <laughs> like that. But I, I wasn't into wigs and all that kind of stuff. Like, I never really was into that. So I just was like, and I'm, listen, I got a white mother. Okay. So sometimes there's hair struggles going on with me. And my biracial girls out there understand my struggle. We didn't have anyone to show us how to grease our scalp and to put proper heat protection on our hair. And our ends be fried a lot of times. You mean if you got a white mama, you didn't. Huh? If you had a white mother, you didn't. Because a black mother kept that hair laid and fried. Oh, right, right, yeah. Did but I say if you got a white mama, you did. Yeah, my mother, and my mother's one of them white, she's white, but she got like hair like Kramer from Seinfeld. Like she has that kind of hair. It ain't, it ain't like the silky hair, but she still couldn't help me. So yeah, but thank you, Funky. I always wanted to explain about what was happening. Cause like, I'm like, we, and they had no glam for us on this. I was like, look, this is what we're going to do. This is better than this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, y'all. Jocelyn Hernandez is facing more legal battles after getting into a physical altercation with TV personality, Big Lex, after the Floyd Mayweather fight. The Puerto Rican princess has been charged with two felony counts of battery on a law enforcement Officer, are y'all surprised? Oh. Would it make me a bad person if I say, does it would it would it make me a bad person and a hater if I said she needs to spend some time in jail? Not at all. I don't I I, I and, and, and listen, don't 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 get me wrong. She is a mother, and I've been in the presence of Jocelyn, I've been in the presence of several of Jocelyn Hernandez's facades. Um, the beautiful, peaceful Jocelyn, the party Jocelyn, and then the crazy Jocelyn. Um, and I, I you know, I, I don't want to take her away from her family or whatever, but she has been rewarded for negative behavior for far so long that I am beginning to feel like a severe punishment is is, is what's going to be necessary to a humble her and to put on a place. And don't her mugshot just look like somebody who belong in jail or who should live with. <laughs> and I know that sounds stupid. And, you know, the reason I ask this question is because she got hit with two additional charges after she got to court. Right, for, for the cops. Yeah, for, for the cops. cops. So she got a slew of charges at this point and a criminal past and a reputation that precedes her. I'm scared that Jocelyn may end up doing some time this go around. Yeah. I think that makes you a hater, um, Q. I think she needs something to kind of humble her. I think, you know, she acts uh, clearly, and this is not me spilling tea. We all know she has issues with substance abuse. She's got a crazy temper. There may be a little bit of other things going on with her. And and then that gets rewarded with contract after contract, attention after attention. And it's like she's getting positively, re the well, negatively, positively reinforced. Her negativity is getting positively reinforced. So maybe she does need to sit down. Um, I, I hate to see Jocelyn Hernandez um on her show, beating up other black women and beating them up hard. You know, I we could have used her down at a Mount Montgomery, Alabama, if she would use her powers for good. But I just think I don't, I don't like seeing this, and I, I think it's kind of getting old and tired, and she needs a new thing. Um, Al, what, what do you think? I think she's. I mean, I agree. I agree with both of you. Jocelyn is talented. You know, we've seen her come a long way. I just don't like this present road that she's on. I feel like that that there's many other ways to explore her talents than just making her this this nasty, aggressive, fighting all the time. But if she's doing it, hopefully at least it's for a new show or a new season for Zeus. So at least she's not just throwing everything out of the window because she's going down. And I've said this a hundred times before, I, I'm concerned because at any point, if Stevie J says that he wants to step up and take control of her daughter, her beautiful daughter, he has a right to do it after all of these antics. You know, I don't know about talent. Like if we're talking about music and all that kind of stuff, but she is charismatic. I'm or she's entertaining. She she's def definitely. She de yes, she she is. You know, she she has some real funny moments. Like she's definitely iconic when it comes to reality TV. And I'm 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 giving people their props, but at what expense, though? You know, what I mean, at the expense of she's she's a really strong woman, where she's really hurting people. And I just I'm I'm just sick of this kind of stuff. Again, race to the bottom, getting rewarded with the most accolades and money. You know. All right, y'all. We wish you the best, Jocelyn. But I think you should get some help before you can't get out of it. 
Um, all right, keep it locked because coming up next, six former deputies are facing some serious charges. And this is a case you don't want to miss. And um, later, Bill Cosby is faced with another sexual assault allegation. Keep it locked. Welcome back to the show. Shout out to the over 7,000 people in the chat. Keeping it on popping with us. They 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 have a time in the chat. So we love y'all and appreciate y'all. Hit that like button. All right, y'all. Six former Mississippi deputies pled guilty to a lengthy list of civil rights charges after gruesomely torturing two black men in their home. One of the tortures, including the deputies handcuffing the two men while pouring milk, alcohol, and chocolate syrup all over their faces before forcing them to strip naked and shower together to conceal the mess. Hmm. How do you feel about these charges, uh, Funky? I 100. Uh, I love the charges. I'm glad that the charges are are, are not uh, being reduced and all that other stupid stuff. Um, and I'm glad that it, it looks like they're facing uh, jail time that just can't be maneuvered out of through some type of loophole or some type of ambiguity. Like I don't know why y'all. But my spirit is just telling me that this one's going to land. And I don't know if it's slightly because this story is kind of flying under the radar, because it kind of is. Like, this isn't one of those stories that has us with that same angst that we had during George Floyd and all these other things. I think a lot of us forgot it was even going on, but it feels like this one's going to land and we're going to get convictions for all of them. And it should, because one of the guys, Jenkins, was also shot in the mouth by one of the officers. And they said he'll never be the same. Yeah, but that's that's the problem. That's the problem, Q. No, I, it's not enough. It's not enough. He got shot in the mouth. Where is the attempted murder charge? Where's the attempted murder charge? We got all these fluffed up ass charges that don't resemble anything that's going to put them in jail forever. I need a charge that's going to put them in jail forever. First of all, the Department of Justice, the United States Attorney's Office and the FBI needs to take over this whole police department. They've been killed four men in 2021. Another black man said the same thing happened to him in 2020. Enough is a freaking enough. They have so much scandal from the top into the bottom of this uh, police department that it has to come to an end. I think everybody should be thrown out and they should hire all new police. This is beyond disgusting. How are you going to put a gun in a young black man's mouth, shoot it? Luckily, it went through his tongue and out the side of his neck. Where is the attempted murder charge? I need some charges that are going to stick and going to come with 20 to life. That's what I need in this case, period. And don't you dare put them in protective custody. Let them have that full Mississippi prison experience like they they, they like to give it to black people. You know, Mississippi got to get together the entire state. Look at all the scandals, the prison systems, the police, the politics, the gerrymandering. Hot ass mess. Hot ass mess. I just want to say, gonna shoot somebody I, in the ready. mouth. How are you going to shoot somebody in the mouth trying to kill them because you want them to talk, but get the gun is loaded? That's attempted murder. How can that not be one of the charges? I need some soulmates. If there's an attorney, if there's a criminal defense attorney somewhere listening, please explain to me why there isn't an attempted murder on this charge. I just want to go on the record before we go to break. I stand corrected and Al got me all the way together. I didn't know the severity of the charges or the lack of severity of the charges. So I do stand corrected. And Al, thank you for pointing that out. I saw something that said they were facing up to 100 years with all that's, the charges. That's what I saw. So that's why I thought that they were the appropriate charges because they were facing 100 years. It's like well, conspiracy, it needs to be conspiracy to something. It's like, you know, working around the law, la, 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 la. No, I need some. You tried to kill somebody, and I need you to be charged for that. We will definitely keep you guys posted on this story. This is something we will definitely be covering. Coming up, Bill Cosby is facing another lawsuit. Find out why when we return.
Welcome back. All right, y'all. Bill Cosby's facing yet another sexual assault allegation after singer Morgan Picard came forward about her encounter with the comedian. Picard met Cosby on the set of The Cosby Show and said that he would often encourage her to drink alcoholic beverages that he provided, which led her to black out on multiple occasions. Any thoughts on this allegation? Uh, Al- Girl, you, you late, honey. Okay. The filing date has passed, okay? Like, I'm sorry. And I know y'all try to tell us all this women got to come out on their own time and they don't feel comfortable and sometimes it take you four decades. Girl, miss me. We're all right up. The time done dried up. The best time for you to get on this is when it had all the momentum from the other girls. I don't give a damn if he did it or he didn't do it at this point. I do not care. And the filing deadline has passed. Please go on. Not not for her, Q. Remember, the New York state law has allowed her unlimited time. And that's why she's talking about the moral. You mean the the moral deadline? I do. I do. I do agree with Funky on the whole thing about, okay, you know, what's going on. This is my thing. All of these women. I, and I, got, I was so disgusted with Cosby that I researched. All of these women have had multiple times with him where he has drugged them, like her. She was drugged multiple times. If you were drugged multiple times, why do you keep going back? Why do you keep going back? You've been drugged multiple times, you wake up, you sore. Uh, hello, you were assaulted. Why do you keep going back? I was like, Sukiyana, she wanted to get her coochie screeched. <laughs> she wanted to get her coochie I don't, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to laugh at this, but just like the Playboy model. The Playboy model said, and she admitted in trial, that she, he, she watched him drop a pill in her drink and in her girlfriend's drink, but you still got in the car with him. You still went to his house. You still had a sexual encounter with him, and you did it more than once. At what point does the abused take some accountability for allowing themselves to be abused? It's what I'm asking. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just asking. Um, he's definitely in the wrong for drugging them, but they definitely are wrong for going back. I had someone put something in my drink once and I know who did it. And I try to get his ass kicked. I, I was like the audacity of that. And I never, ever, ever was spotted with this person ever again. So yeah, multiple times other women, it hurts other credible cases that it has happened to. And this is very, very, very common. Almost all my friends that I know have said they've had an incident of this happening. Men and women, actually. It's really, really, really common, especially in LA. Um, but you don't go back. I do understand, though, you can black out. You don't remember, remember things. But you do feel weird the next day. Like, you feel like something's off. Like, you had a bad dream. So, yeah. All right, y'all. Um, one more time for Montgomery, Alabama, to our soldiers out there, to the man with the white chair, to, uh, to these American heroes. We appreciate y'all. Y'all have anything to say to them real quick before we go? One time for the folded chair. Make sure you okay. get yours now. Put it in your trunk. They were going to get this one, baby. They were not going <laughs> to get this one. I want to thank Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for doing their thing. Thanks for watching us on YouTube and all you 7,000 listening and watching. Stay tuned for Inside the Black Box, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, soulmates.